Hey guys, it's been a while. So I'm going to be releasing a Christmas special for the Random Programmer podcast. So better watch out. Stay tuned. Hey guys, I am back, and this is the Random Programmer Christmas special episode. And because this is the Christmas special, we'll be doing something differently. And uh, that something special, that something different is me talking in Tagalog. So we're Tagalog tayo ngayon. Dahil Christmas at um uh, nasa bahay ako at uh, I'm very tired. <laughs> and at uh, para may ba magtagalog naman tayo. So I'm back at my hometown. Uh, balik na ako dito sa Samar. Hi guys, sa mga nakikinig. And so now I'm here. So try natin magtagalog. Mahirap. <laughs> It's difficult. Pero let's try. Um so ngayon yung pag-uusapan natin is all about uh, the state of web development. So musta uh, na ngayon ng programming, ang web programming sa ngayong 2017. So uh, kaya ko to naisip is gusto ko sanang mag mag-form ng parang I don't know, conference for instructors. And kasi mas mabuti mas, uh, mas mabuti na makipag-usap sa mga instructor kaysa magturo sa mga estudyante ng paulit-ulit. Tapos iba naman tinuturo ng mga instructor nila. So it's better to uh, to talk to the instructors instead. And then uh, they'll per- uh, they'll then share what they learned to their students. So uh, mas efficient siya. So hindi ka na ulit ng ulit tapos yung instructors themselves may they'll learn something new. But I'm still planning that and um, hindi ko pa na nasimulan at wala na akong time kasi it's the holidays over sigari. Listen to me, walang makikinig sa akin kung magsasalita ako uh, tungkol sa web development ngayong Kapaskuhan. So we are definitely screwed. Pero good news is merong Anchor. So, pwede tayong mag-podcast. Ayan. So, pag-uusapan natin ang state ng web development uh, this 2017. Pero, um, this will not be a very comprehensive. Uh, hindi ko tatalakayin lahat ng... Uh, no, I, I can't possibly talk about everything. Hindi ko tatalakayin lahat ng alam ko. And, uh, yung alam ko ay hindi pa rin yung actually nakabuan ng... ng programming. So, I only know a bit and I'm not gonna talk about everything that I know. Kasi baka humaba to. Pero, we'll try. So, uh, we'll, we'll try to to like, you know, summar- summarize what what uh, what we have now. So, first is JavaScript. Um, grabe. <laughs> Laki-laki ngayon ng JavaScript. Um, uh, explosion. Like, from dati eh, sabi pa sabi pa ni Sacha Grief na dati yung survey mo nun do you use jQuery? tapos do you have any questions or comments? yun, tapos na yung, yung, yung survey mo jQuery lang nun yung exist or maybe underscore, tapos do dash yun lang, tapos ka na, you're done pero ngayon, ang rami-raming mga bagong frameworks at libraries ng javascript kaya ang hirap mag-keep up so Ano ngayon yung bago sa world ng JavaScript? 
So, si Sasha Grief, uh, si Shang developer, uh, I think he's based on Japan right now, na uh, he gave a talk at NordicJS, yung conference, a JavaScript conference, and he talked about the preliminary results nung survey na ginawa niya, which is, uh, sinag niya sa mga uh, developers all around the world, naka-receive din ako ng survey, nag- nag-answer ako ng survey, and then, um, kinulate niya yung results, and then he... Yun, he presented them dun sa NordicJS uh, conference. Tapos, uh, yung preliminary results na yun. Tapos, uh, the results, uh, the the overall results are posted in the site stateofjs.com. So, gusto nyo i-check out yun. So, https uh, con slash slash stateofjs.com slash 2017. So, gusto nyo i-try, makita yung sa last year, yung 2016 results, try nyo lang slash 2016. So, So, ano ba yung, ano yung bago? So, let's see. Um, let's talk about libraries. So, yung mga sikat ngayon is, you know, React, Vue, um, Angular, etc. So, let's see what people have to say about these, these libraries, no? So, meron siyang bubble chart dito. Uh, tapos ang um, yung pinaka popular na framework uh, based on the the people who answered the the questionnaire the survey uh, yung pinaka popular dito is yung React ito yung pinakamalaking bubble so pinakamalaki is React and it's true na uh, React gained a lot of popularity especially because it's Uh, yung Facebook yung gumawa sa kanya tapos nag-release pa yung React 16 this year tapos uh, maraming changes yung, yung nangyari sa React so it basically got faster tapos yung sunod is no framework surprisingly yun yung sunod so a lot of people if uh, prefer not using frameworks maraming yung ayaw gumamit ng framework sa kanilang mga projects Um, maybe this is due to the fact na masanay sila and also maybe this is due to the fact that vanilla javascript is definitely faster sunod is um, um, I can't really see that well pero magkakapantay ang angular, angular 2 at ang view so think of it medyo napaparehas yung, yung models ng angular tapos view tapos, and then we have angular 2 now So, in terms of popularity, medyo magkakapareha sila. And then, uh, when you think about it, nag-release pa lang din ng Angular 5, which is pretty, pretty crazy when you think about it. Kasi, kaka-release pa lang ng Angular 4, tapos kaka-release ng, atas nag-release na ng Angular 5. So, people are gonna be like, uh, it's 5, it's a major version, so, merong nag-break somewhere. So, it's definitely gonna break your code somewhere. Ayan. And then, next, the smaller ones are, Uh, the next contenders are Polymer, Ember, Backbone, and Aurelia. So, Backbone is uh, one of the older uh, libraries for building uh, web applications. So, it's still alive. It's based off of it, how it uses underscore. And it's a bit of, a, of an old framework, but uh, it is pretty lightweight. And so, people probably still choose it because it's... It's to the test of time, to some extent, you know. Plus, meron din tayong Ember. I'm not really familiar with Ember. I haven't used this 
before. But I've heard it is pretty opinionated. Tapos next is polymer. So polymer is um it's a library developed by Google. Tapos uh, it's based on web components. So it basically builds on top of the web component specification. So you can build polymer elements and then import them into your to your program and that's it. So web UI it's polymer. And then we have Aurelia, which is uh, uh which was built by one of the core de- uh, the former core developers of of Angular. So Humibalai Shatos he he built when uh he built his own framework which embodies uh his views of what of how web development should be kumpano talaga magdevelop in javascript for the web so yun he built his own gumawa siya ng Aurelia and then marami pa tayong mga smaller ones pero hindi na sila super emphasized so we have elm which is not uh it is a library pero it's built it's more of a language built uh on top of javascript it it inter- it's interpreted or maybe I think it you can transpile from JavaScript uh, from from M to JavaScript, and then we have uh, the other ones uh, we have Riot, uh, jQuery, Preact, Mithril, Meteor. Oh, I love Meteor, Meteor, Svelte, tapos Knockout, Inferno, Cycle, and yun sila. That bunch. And so yung top mention dun sa mga aside from the from the top few na react angular view <coughs> yung other one is preact so preact is <coughs> uh i think they market as it as a faster react <coughs> but i don't know how it 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 stands up to react right now kasi nag-release na ng react 16 so what's next also what's new with javascript is um ecmascript 2015 <coughs> and 2016 and 2017 so ES 2015 is ECMAScript 2015 which is sometimes called ES6 uh, which contains a bunch of new features maraming uh, bago features para sa developers so I prefer uh, since nag-release yung, yung, yung ES6 ECMAScript 2015 yun, uh, I've, I've played with building projects from Quantalaga from from scratch from vanilla js from es6 kasi ang ganda ng ang ganda ng mga bagong additions sa sa es6 so i just can't help myself uh using it uh using plain javascript to do uh some fun projects on the side tapos all right so ano pa what's next um, GraphQL is on the rise. Now, if you're familiar with APIs, yung usual natin na ginagamit uh, ng, for APIs is REST for web APIs. Uh, REST rep- representational state transfer. Which is, um, yung mga slash slash natin. Tapos yung mga get, post. Uh, it's a combination of those. Tapos mga return, uh, yung mga HTTP return codes. Uh, it's a combination of those. Uh, it's a specification. So, you can search for it if you want. Pero yun yung pinaka-common yun. And, GraphQL's on the rise. Uh, Facebook, ginawa nung yung Facebook yung GraphQL kasi hindi sila satisfied sa REST. So, 
uh, I personally think na maganda yung GraphQL. So, I'd, I'd encourage you guys to try it out. And, so, it solves a lot of the problems of REST. So, especially overfetching. Yeah, that. So, now we have, uh, and we also have yung mga clients ng GraphQL. So, for we have Relay and Apollo, actually, yun yung mga contenders. Tapos, yung Apollo, siya yung leading ngayon. Tapos, Relay was created by Facebook, pero maging mas popular yung Apollo for some, for some reason. Tapos, uh, with state management, um, the king is Redux. So, we, once upon a, uh, we also have, you know, MobX and Vuex for view. Pero, still, yung leading ngayon is Redux. Also, while well, I said na GraphQL is gaining popularity, REST is still king when it comes to API. So, uh, yun pa rin, REST pa rin yung um, uh, ginagamit ng most developers. So, if you want to get hired, learn REST. But, if you want to maybe invest in your future a bit, mag-aaral ka ng GraphQL. Because it's fun. Not really. Uh, it is fun, pero... Uh, malaki rin yung kanyang uh, potential as an API uh, as a specification Ayan. so next natin is for backend so next is yung backend sa JS so undisputably express pa rin yung nangunguna so ayun express pa rin um, tapos sumusod is COA uh, which is actually also pretty nice kung express is pretty bare bones so uh, you can pretty much control it yung COA it, uh, it, it has a lot of abstractions uh, so it makes it easier for like you know starting developers to just use it um, pero you know it's opinionated pero if, if you're just starting it's a pretty good choice express is also uh, good as well. So, even if di marami yung, yung abstractions niya, you can pretty much control uh, most of the aspects ng server uh, with Express. Yung makailangan mo as a web server. Now, we also have uh, still uh, uh, hanging there, we have Meteor which is a full stack framework for JavaScript. So, um, it it has uh, one of my favorite features is like uh, it's isomorphism and it's reactivity you definitely should try that out if you haven't tried Meteor out so and now um, pop I think uh, Feathers has lost popularity to some extent yeah but I think yeah um, it's also a full stack one pero more modularized siya. I haven't tried this out but um, I don't think I'll be trying it out uh, soon and because it's uh, I think it's it's lost popularity and um, I believe in the power of the masses and then okay next is we have testing so we still have mocha leading so if you haven't tried testing before so you should <laughs> Um, TDD is a good practice, but we don't. You, uh, most people don't really do that 
but it's a pretty good pra practice to do testing especially on the web kasi maraming people yung exposed dun sa application nyo and then with CSS um, we have mawasan pa na tayong you know we had just pure CSS lang tapos ngayon meron na tayong yung mga CSS preprocessors like SAS tapos less so what they do is introduce a bunch of features into your CSS so meron ka ng for example meron ka ng like, variables there pwede, meron ka na, pwede ka na mag import etc uh, etc et tapos um, bootstrap is still very popular and then very narrowly followed by foundation yun yung sunod na more more popular tapos dun sa mga preprocessor yung sumusunod sa SAS tapos less is stylus tapos yung SAS yung pinaka popular ngayon and then also CSS and JS is gaining popularity so if you haven't heard of CSS and JS it's basically that CSS and JS yung CSS mo na dun sa JS so what you usually do is for example like um frameworks like style components or glamour you can uh pwede mong gawin is may component ka tapos uh, for example in react tapos i-wrap mo siya i-wrap mo siya in your style and then meron ka ng bagong component which you can use uh, like a normal component except na meron na siyang meron na siyang style so hindi mo na kailangan gumawa ng mga style sheets um there um this is uh, still an ongoing war um between people who want to use just uh, CSS files or SAS files or less files or stylus versus these people who who want to uh, embed these styles into their their components themselves so this is an ongoing wire so wire but I encourage you to try them out and see uh, if you like it maybe must fit sa inyo yung CSS and JS must feel nyo or maybe you want to stick with plain CSS or baka gusto nyo magtry ng SAS or less or stylus Tapos sunod is build tools. So, with build tools, we st uh, still NPM pa rin yung nangunguna. Uh, so, NPM is Node Package Manager. So, some uh, when we're doing applications, we don't reinvent the wheel. So, kumukuha tayo ng mga uh, packages na ginawa na ng mga tao. Tapos, ating ia gagamitin for our own applications with their consent. Uh, obviously uh, pero kung linagay nila sa NPM then uh, you can actually use it so ito pa rin yung nangunguna na package uh, for build tools because for NPM pwede kang mag uh, gumawa ng scripts so you can run these scripts and then uh, you know kick off some sort of action so yeah so pwede, mag -install, pwede kang mag install ng dependencies ng application mo or pwede kang mag, you know, do, do a couple of things. Like, uh, minify your JS, maybe. Uh, and compile your SAS to become CSS. Ayun. <coughs> um, <coughs> then, uh, next to that is Webpack. <coughs> and then, next to Webpack is Gulp and Borrow Certify and Grunt and Rollup. So, so these are... Uh, gulp and grunt are task runners meaning uh, you'll you can run them tapos they'll do a couple of tasks for you <clears throat> so this can be anything from uh, you know minifying js 
uh, Aglifying JS um, converting uh, uh, changing the names of JS files of or files in general compressing images etc so you can run these <clears throat> um, like maybe if well you make changes to your code so kung may ginagawa kang changes sa code mo this can activate or maybe gusto mo i-run mo lang siya sa, sa command line mo to run these uh, tasks um, then we have webpack and roll up ito naman ay mga mon module bundlers so yung ginagawa nila is they they process your whole application tapos ayun they process your whole application plus they do uh, a bunch of stuff so may, you can add loaders for you know ayun converting es6 to to js to for aglifying js for uh, compiling css and that that uh, sas and that kind of stuff tapos um they can they meron din silang ting tinatawag na code splitting so they'll only load the code that you need para hindi mabigat etc yun uh they have a bunch of features na ganun um webpack is very very popular kasi ito yun yung ginagamit ng mga ng mga um tutorials pero in my opinion it's very uh, it's pretty complicated marami pang mas simpler na module bundles out there if you want Pero ito kasi yung pinaka-popular at pinaka-stable. Although, I don't really use Webback unless it's built-in talaga dun sa, sa, li sa library na ginagamit ko or framework na ginagamit ko. For example, sa mga, like, Create React app. So, I think they use Webback. So, hindi ko na tinatanggal kasi I'm not doing the configuration naman. Kasi yun yung mahirap kasi sa Webback to some extent. And then, sunod is we have um, mobile apps so if you didn't know you can build mobile apps using javascript pwede kang gumawa ng mobile apps using javascript heck pwede kang gumawa ng, ng desktop applications gamit ng javascript pwede kang gumawa ng embedded applications using javascript you can do a bunch of stuff using javascript actually you can if it if you can program it you can do it in javascript basically and then so Pero, still native apps are king. So, preferred pa rin ang mga developers ang gumawa ng native apps kaysa sa gumawa ng JavaScript apps. Pero, kung hindi, kung hindi sila gumagawa ng native apps, ginaga ginagawa nila to build uh, mobile applications or desktop applications is Electron. Ito yung uh, one of the more popular uh, choices. <clears throat> Tapos, um, also Facebook released React Native, this is uh, a library uh, for building, for creating mobile applications using uh, with the syntax of React. Pero, you know, pero native applications talaga sila. Pero, you said, you're sending some signals there uh, from JavaScript. Pero, it, it actually becomes a native application. So, hence the name React Native. So, uh, this was built by Facebook. And if you know already React, you can use uh you'll very you'll be very familiar with react native tapos next is um you know uh phone gap and cordova then ionic and the native script so in cordova uh slash phone gap tapos ionic ito naman yung mga web gumagawa ka ng web application tapos 
uh, you convert into it into an app. Tapos ang yung mangyayari, nag-open siya ng web view, tapos dun niya view yung yung web application na ginawa mo. Tapos yung, ano yung ayo Ionic naman, it's, it's a plat, it's a framework na Angular ata yung gamit. I don't know if it's still Angular right now. So, you use Angular to build um, a mobile application. So, uh, gumagawa, siya, gumagawa siya ng ng app tapos nilalagay yung app na ginawa mo Angular dun sa web view ng app na yun. So, it's not native in, uh, in contrast to React Native. Yung another contender for the creating native apps using JavaScript is NativeScript. Ayan, that, that's another one. I think you use Angular for this. Use Angular. Tapos, you build, uh, nakagawa siya ng, ng, gumagawa, gumagawa siya ng mobile application. So, another one, and um, this is from Microsoft actually, is React XP. It's built on top of, of React Native. Tapos, instead of just mobile applications, uh, Microsoft built React XP to create applications for a bunch of um, platforms. So, it can be Mac OS or Windows, I think. And then, uh, yeah, so desktop applications aside from just native apps. Tapos, um, hindi lang yun yung mga tools na ginagamit natin. So, meron pa rin uh, Yarn. So, Yarn is uh, uh, content, uh, it's a newer package manager na it aims to 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 be a complement to npm so it's faster tapos naka-cache lahat ng mga din-download mo so kung mag so for example ngayon mag mag mag-install ako ng isang ng isang library tapos next time pag i-install ko yon tapos offline ako i can still install it using yarn that's one of my favorite things to yarn tapos it uh it, yarn is pretty fast uh you know just try it yourself see if it's good for you tapos for text editors naman uh one of the more familiar, uh, more popular ones is VS Code. It it got really popular, and I agree because it's it it is pretty good, really. Actually, it's really good. So para siyang, it's a text editor, but it's it it's like a full fledged IDE na to some extent. Uh, for me, that's how I feel. It's very light. It's very fast. Uh, yung uh, previously I used Atom, pero it was pretty heavy. So my yung 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 Atom. IDE ko, yung Atom editor ko, it keeps crashing. So, I left it. Never mind. So, ayun. Um, that about wraps up my JavaScript discussion. So, again, wrap up. Uh, yung pinaka-popular ngayon na framework is React. Um, REST is still king. So, for APIs, uh, REST pa rin. Pero humahabol ang GraphQL. Tapos, express pa rin yung, yung major pero um Koa and Meteor are also still very popular. Ayun, tapos for for state management, uh you'll know this when you when you try view or uh or react. Uh Redux pa rin yung pinaka-popular. So, ayun. Um a bunch of stuff about JavaScript. Next we'll talk about uh the cloud. So for the cloud, uh, maraming yun yung uh, there are a bunch of uh, things happening right now. So ngayon is, uh, dati yung ginagawa is 
hahanap ka ng hosting tapos bibili mo yung site mo local and then i-upload mo siya dun sa hosting mo and that uh, those days are have been far gone pero I know marami pa rin gumagamit yan pero ngayon the popular uh, the popular uh, thing now is to do uh, use um, one of the you know services like Microsoft Azure or Amazon Web Services and uh, Google Cloud Engine the, oh no, the Google Cloud Platform to, para gumawa ka ng mga VM, mga virtual machine tapos dun mo i-host yung, yung application mo but, well, you know uh, that's also uh, well, that is still very, very, very popular right now in fact, yun yung pinaka-popular method ngayon pero mar- may maraming mga bagong uh, things na nangyayari ngayon like for example, containers So, instead of creating VMs, mga virtual machine, gumagawa ka ng mga container. And, uh, these are like uh, a box uh, full of uh, a box which doesn't uh, try to emulate the machine. Instead, meron siyang software running uh, which runs on the base machine. So, ginagamit niya yung resources ng base machine, pero meron siyang sariling environment. So, it's And these, uh, itong, itong mga containers to, they're built to be ephemeral. So, they're built to be, like, pwede mo siyang i-delete lang, tapos i-re-spin. Pwede mo siyang i-re-create. So, it doesn't, uh, doesn't care too much about being destroyed. So, you, it, and, and these containers only do one job. They have only one job. So, if you have a bunch of things that, you want happening kung maraming, maraming stuff yung gusto mo sa application magkagawa ka ng maraming containers pero they can live in just one one virtual machine or maybe they can just live in one actual machine so instead of creating virtual machines which are more costly uh, in terms of resources magkagawa ka ng containers which are lighter and these containers just do one job instead of the your your VM hosting the entirety of your application Uh, dun, ilalagay mo yung mga yung mga components ng application mo dun sa mga containers tapos magkakaroon ka na ng ng uh, what we call uh, microservice, microservices architecture well, uh, not per se but this is uh, yung ito ay isang step towards building uh, microservice architecture so, this means that kung may masira man na part ng application mo, yun lang yung papalitan mo, for example pwede kang gumawa ng ng isang web server, tapos yung database mo nasa ibang container, yung server mo sa container na yun, tapos yung yung server para sa frontend mo nasa ibang container, so and then you can stitch, pero may kabit-kabit tong mga, mga container na to, and then they'll communicate with each other, tapos uh, this is more, this is better kasi for example, uh, mga problema yung isang, yung isang container mo, pero mo lang palitan siya, yung container with uh, i-provision mo siya papalitan mo lang so instead of replacing everything di, hindi ma-replace yung DB mo hindi ma-replace yung, yung other components ng, ng application mo ma-replace lang yung yung may problema Tapos what you can do is also um, you can load ba- you can you can auto-scale this tapos you can load balance this so that means um kung marami yung nag-access ng, ng application mo, so, paparamihin mo yung, yung instances 
ng iyong copies ng application mo para uh, nagsishare sila ng load dun sa pumapasok na traffic dun sa application mo. So, you can do that with containers too. Ayun. So, uh, this is a pretty, a pretty fun uh, uh, concept. But, uh, people are also pushing this even further. So, so instead of maybe uh, hosting containers, some people are doing uh, are hosting functions instead. So instead of hosting whole whole uh, components or applications, they're just hosting functions, which they can just call. So tawagin lang nila, bibigyan nila ng arguments, so babalik sa kanila ng result. So this is another level of small. So you're charged with how many uh, how many seconds your functions is your function is run. So kung gaano katagal yung function mo, yun lang yung babayaran mo. So you can imagine hindi ito masyadong uh, malaki especially kung kung efficient yung ginawa mong function. So kung a few seconds lang to sinyo lang yung babayaran mo. So imagine instead of hosting containers which contain a bunch of software, i-upload mo lang is you know a function just a function kasi yun yung tatawagin mo so people call this uh, approach serverless kasi to some extent may, uh, wala kang server although meron ka talagang server pero you're not managing a server you're not thinking about uh, a server you're thinking about the function function lang and that function is uh, you don't care where that function is running as long as the function is running and yun yung kinakausap mo yung function lang so yun yung serverless So that is also pretty interesting. If you want to try this out, uh, these things out, maybe if you want to try containers out, you can use Docker. And if you want to use uh yung sinabi ko kanina, auto scaling, automatic siya nag-nag-adjust kung marami yung traffic mo para hindi mag-break yung site mo. You can try Kubernetes. It's by Google. Oh, try niyan. As for serverless, you can try you can try um OpenFast. Uh, which is also related to the Docker project. Tapos, um, if you, if you actually, uh, this is for development, no? Um, but, if you want to do this actually in the cloud, well, you can actually Im upload these things to the cloud. But, uh, there are already, you know, managed services by vendors like Microsoft, AWS, and Google. So, for example, in on containers, merong, merong, uh, merong container services yung Azure. Same with uh, Google. Tapos, um, pati sa AWS meron sila. Tapos, you can also, sa for, you know, if you want to do Kubernetes, merong Azure Kubernetes uh, service, I think. Uh, nabago lang for Azure. And also, I believe, meron din sa Google and sa Amazon recently. Kasi, especially, Kubernetes was built by Google. Tapos, uh, for serverless, uh, meron din uh merong azure functions so you can uh, host your functions on on the uh, azure uh hosting uh how azure cloud services so you can host it there in their uh, azure uh, in their azure functions and then you can also uh, do this in amazon for using their lambda AWS Lambda, and then in Google with Google Cloud Functions. Yeah. So, you can try this out uh, when you're doing it in production. Pero if, if you're doing it in, you know, from in development pa lang, 
you can just use uh, you can use Docker or tapos Minikube in Kubernetes tapos um what is it tapos uh, OpenFast for functions for serverless you can try this out <clears throat> actually meron ding service serverless framework if you want to try this out <clears throat> ayun so the last one is uh, the wave of blockchain so when you talk about blockchain it's like oh you, you think about transactions and then uh, but the biggest advantage here is decentralization so walang central so walang central na entity na magko-control ng ng uh, ng application for example so you can't be put down you know, you, you can keep your privacy uh, you you can't be uh, regulated to some extent uh, nobody can put you down for example kung gumagawa ka ng articles against the government <laughs> The, they can put you down kasi decentralized yung application mo. So, decentralization using blockchain technology. So, this is the, the upcoming wave. So, maybe we need to actually think about uh, how we're gonna use this in our own applications. So, this is what they call to some extent Web 3.0. Yung nabasa kong article kanina. Thank you to uh, Sir Mac and Sir uh, Penny for sharing that. Uh, kanina, I was reading it. So, um, I actually tried building some decentralized applications dati. Pero nobody ever used them. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're actually pretty fun concepts. This is, um, blockchain is actually the, the technology behind Bitcoin. If you're interested in, in that. And uh, bit, uh, blockchain is uh, pretty uh, pretty fun technology. So, you, you can trust uh, you can trust the network because you don't trust anyone. You don't trust a single entity, which is fun. So, yun. Um, this is uh, just barely uh, touching the surface ng, ng current state ng, ng development, ng web development ngayon. Pero, um, y- ito yung starting point. So, pwede ka mag-research na lang everywhere if you want. Um, comment wherever I post this, maybe sa Anchor or oh, pwede kayong uh, mag, mag, you know, clap sa Anchor or you can send me I think a message there or maybe kung i-post ko sa Facebook, maybe you can just comment or on Twitter, you can just you know, reply so thanks for listening um, I'm looking forward to your questions and correct me if I'm wrong because uh, I think this this is very opinionated, so just send me your comments and etc, etc so, if you want to talk to me about these, uh, uh, chat me lang ako, or message nyo ako sa Twitter, or, you know, DM, uh, uh, message nyo ako sa Facebook, or comment kayo dito sa post na to. And that's it. So, this is this has been the, the Random Programmer Christmas Special. So, kita-kita tayo, tayo ulit sa January. Tingnan natin kung may magawa ko sa January. Tapos, um, plug ko na lang din Meron din kaming pag-podcast ni Sir Penny, uh, Sir Michael Penya. Um, we're doing Catools, uh, which uh, we're in. We talk in depth about uh, developer tooling. So maybe in our next episode, we'll talk about JavaScript. Naman next time. More in depth than dito sa uh, episode na to. So yun lang. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
Uh, kita kits next time. Thank you.